Welcome back to the Dunn Russian Company podcast. I'm Chris Sharp, and today I'm sitting down with Greg Rush, founding partner of Dunn Russian Company in Boston, Massachusetts. Today we'll be looking at how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected the M&A market and may alter sell-side preparation for achieving the best possible outcomes. Welcome, Greg. Thanks for being here today. Thanks, Chris. Good to be here. So let's jump right in again. Um, how has COVID-19 impacted how business owners should think about preparing their business for potential sale? Well, you know, this, Chris, is a really important question for any business owner that's considering any type of transaction for many months to come, whether it's a sale, whether it's a financing. This could be you know, true for the next couple of years, given the impact this has had on many companies. Right. We have developed, as you know, what we like to call the Dunrush Gold Standard of Preparation, and we detail that on on the website and have done so in in prior podcasts. Uh, But I think the types of things that are on that list have really become even more critical in this environment because your ability to get a good transaction done now hinges even more critically on how much data and information you can provide to prove exactly what's happened to your company and how rapidly you've been able to rebound or recover from what's happened to your company. So in any deal, achieving the best price and terms in an M&A transaction really is about two things. One is creating competition and the other is establishing the highest level of confidence in the future financial performance of your company, the buyer. Risk of any kind diminishes that confidence. And so you have to check off all the typical boxes of financial reports and documentation and market studies. Quality accounting systems and financial reporting capabilities is critical to being able to do this. And it's even more so now. So now you're going to need to take all that information over the, the, on a monthly basis, a couple of years coming up to March of 2020, when this all hit, and you're going to be have to be able to establish credible evidence that during that time frame from March, April, May, June, July, you know, whatever time it's taken for your business to recover or rebound, you have to be able to show very clearly what happened, talk about what you did in response to that, and then show a pivot point where your business has now recovered and you can expect financial performance to continue on the trends that it was on before this all happened. Okay. I mean, have you seen a shift in time horizons for the M&A market? And do you expect that trend to continue for the near future? The short answer to that is is yes. So for a period of time when people were all sheltering at home and, and no one really knew how long this was going to go or how it was going to impact businesses of, of a wide range, transactions that were in process went on hold. Many of those have now been able to get back on track and start those conversations again, depending on where they were in the process. And many of them have been able to get closed either on modified terms or with different structures based on the new risk profile that's out there. But without a doubt, the process is taking longer. There are more things for buyers, investors, and lenders to have to evaluate about a company and its prospects, given what's happened with the pandemic. And the fear or the risk that there's a second wave or how this might be handled should there be uh, additional issues like this or anything similar down the road. So, you know, the work that we've done to uh, survey equity firms that that we have in our database tells us that in general, it's going to be some period of time before the, the typical company 
sees market conditions that are similar to what they were, say, in 2019. That may be to the middle or end of 2021 before things get back to, to normal a little bit. I think that also ties to the point in time where you know, the, the typical company might have an opportunity to get the impact of what's happened with people not being able to you know, get out and come to the office or customers come into their business. Um, that performance will have moved out of their trailing 12 months time period. And I think be a little bit more normal as we get to the second half of 2021. So for sure, you can do deals in this market, but only the most prepared companies uh, with the, the best package of information or those that, that haven't been impacted negatively by COVID are really in a position to get you know optimal transactions done in this time. Building off of what you just said, uh, I mean, you are seeing M&A transactions still moving forward despite or even sometimes maybe because of the pandemic. I guess, can you talk a little bit about what industries and markets might be more active than usual in this period? For sure. So as a baseline, I think everybody's had a sense that the the M&A market has been super strong for the last decade coming up into the early parts of 2020. There's a lot of capital out there looking for transactions and you know that continues to be the case. So companies can get transactions done now. There are certainly industry sectors, whether you look at uh, technology, uh, biotech, certain healthcare elements that have drawn more attention during this time frame because of what's gone on. And, you know, those have become uh, very active markets and there's lots of investment and lots of M&A transactions that are happening in those smaller sectors. The broader landscape of companies that might have had challenges having employees come into the office or haven't had challenges getting out to serve their customers, I think that's a different situation. And for sure, there are companies there that can do transactions but you just have to understand the way those transactions may have changed in the last six to nine months based on what has now occurred with the pandemic. So you're either going to be prepared and have the data you need to, to demonstrate that your business is on solid footing and has recovered from what may have happened in the financial statements over this recent period of time. Or even if you have recovered, if you don't have the data to prove it, it's going to be challenging to get a transaction done. So, Transactions have a tendency to be valued and financed based on trailing 12 months financial performance. And you really have to have the data and the proof to be able to share with buyers, investors, and lenders exactly why and how your business has come through this and is stable and growing into the future. So uh, the other thing that's happened is the risk profile has changed a little bit. And so you might see different structures with more earnouts and contingent payments than you would have nine months ago. If you would like to do a transaction in this market, you still can. You just need to understand the way the market might have changed and shifted given what's happened with the pandemic out there. Well, Greg, thanks for your insight on all this. And to our listeners, thank you for taking the time to be with us today. You can read and listen to more about the Dunrush Gold Standard of Preparation at dunrush.com, as well as find helpful links, videos, and key insights to get a full picture of the best scenario preliminary steps to position your business for a smooth and lucrative sale during these turbulent times. As always, feel free to reach out directly with specific concerns for your situation. Thanks again, Greg. Thank you, Chris.